Hello? Hear me? Okay, cool. Can you hear me? See all the emeralds coming for me. See all the emeralds coming for me. I got my girl milkshake in the house. What's up? Yo. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me loud and clear? Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. Okay, great. All right, let me, let me see if it's recording already. Oh, now it's recorded. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. What's up, world? This is Ann Diggity Road to Victory podcast. Today is a special day, ladies and gentlemen. We have a special guest in the building. I am honored and it's a privilege to have her here. I'm talking about the choreographer, creative director, dance instructor, licensed Zumba instructor, CEO of MLS company. We got Milkshake in the building, y'all. <laughs> What's going on, Milkshake? You there? Hey, 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 I am here. I'm in here. <laughs> thank, thank you for uh, taking time out to, to just pull up on your boy. Of course, of course. You know, and we come back from way back. Way back. Way, way back. So I appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a funny story how we met. Um, It was, what, about five years ago? about that yeah when we was out doing business traveling the world and stuff like that i, I think it was in orlando yes it was <laughs> orlando florida <laughs> we, we had a big old villa where nobody really knew nobody it was it was like it was like an urban a modern real world episode right <laughs> it sure was that's a that's a whole fact check, check out how i met you right this is how i met you I'm in the bathroom brush, brushing my teeth. <laughs> and instead of waiting like any other human till somebody leave the bathroom, you busted right in the bathroom. <laughs> it started brushing your teeth right next to me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't That sounds like me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you from a can of paint. I'm like, hey, this how she giving it up. And the whole time, I'm not gonna hold you. The whole time, milkshake. I'm like, I hope my teeth don't bleed while, while she right there, but <laughs> sharing the same thing. Well, now thank you again for for um just pulling up, you know. So we're gonna get right into it. I know it's late. Um, so your company, 
the MS company. Uh, I know you told me the story, but for the listeners out there, you want to give us a brief rundown on what you do? Absolutely. Hi, everybody. Um, again, um, my name is Milkshake. Uh, I do want to say, you know, thank you to Anthony again for having me on this podcast. You know, I'm excited. And just let you know, this is my first podcast of me doing. So I feel like uh, he really, you know, what they said, broke my cherry or, or whatever they say like that. But thank <laughs> you. I appreciate you. <laughs> but um, so MS Company got started. Um, basically, I've been dancing all my life. Um, I've been choreographing since the age of 18, you know, I've done so state, a lot of stage performances. I've been traveling, I've been touring, you know, and, um, the way how the company came about is that one day I was saying to myself, like, yo, I would love to take, you know, the name milkshake and the brand to a next level, but I just never knew how, you know? So a lot of times they say, you know, don't worry about the how. Just continue moving forward. Just go. Once you go, God will guide your path. No, not pushing my beliefs on anybody. But you know, God will guide your path and He will He will lead you to what the thing that leads to the thing, as I heard T D Jake says. Um, and one thing it did was, you know, you just gotta keep moving. So I, I was just moving, just figuring it out, just doing what I do, dance, still doing classes. And it's crazy because a friend of mine, I was talking to her and she was like, so she said, do you even have a logo? I was like, nah, I don't even have a logo. I want a logo, but I didn't know how, I didn't know how the logo you know, should look. I wasn't sure. I don't know. So one of my good friends, her name is Christelle. She also has her own design design label as well. Um, Chris K Designs, you know. Um, Crystal. And she was like, Crystal, yeah. not to cut me off, you're going in and out. I think you're too close to your microphone. Okay, can you hear me better now? Yeah. Okay, so I'll keep it like this. Yeah, so um, a friend of mine, I'm just going to start back by a friend of mine. So a friend of mine I talked to, you know, I mean, I was talking about business and branding ourselves and everything. And um, my friend name was Chris K. So Chris K designs, and she designs, like, costumes for, like, carnival. She designed, like, custom-made bathing suits, custom-made um, masks, I mean, outfits for big, huge productions and stuff like that. So she's very known in the designer world. So, um, you know, we're talking, we're brainstorming. She said, you have a logo? I said, no. She said, cool, I got you. Within two days, no lie, 48 hours, this girl, no, I'm lying, 9, 48, 24. 24 hours, she sent me a logo. And the logo said MS on it. And MS and unreset milkshake, the choreographer. And she was like, why don't you name your company MS? And I was like, hmm, that has a nice ringtone to it. And boom, that's how the company started. So I started brainstorming on, I'm a dancer, you know, I have classes, I teach, all that stuff. And I'm like, what else can I bring to the table to have dance classes? Well, how can I have, how can I build this brand into an umbrella where it's different sections of MS? And then boom, I dropped my first product. Class is my first product. And then MS started to form from there. And this is all within the space of a year, of last year till now. Nice, nice, nice. Now, you ain't sent me your product yet, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna hold <laughs> off on that. But for y'all that haven't seen you, uh, by the time this episode ends, she'll give you the information or where you can purchase the product and stuff like that. You guys should take a look and and purchase the product. But I I wanted to get into like, you know, you starting from where we started to where you are now like what's what's been the mission like 
since I get, got to know you, I understand that you are a very passionate person. Like, uh, what what is your mission? What are you trying to accomplish here? So my mission is to be able to show the world, not just show the world. I want to be able to show people that don't like to work out how exercising could be very fun. That's basically my mission because I've had people along the years, you know, told me like, Hey, you know, um, I don't like working out, but I want to lose weight, but I don't know how I need a partner. I need someone, you know, can you help me? Or can you give me tips and give me advice? So I formulated a class where it can help people come and have a lot of fun, but also it can also help people to have a breath of fresh air, a place where you can meet new people, a place where you can feel like it's still home or it's family. You know, I, 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 I created a space for people to feel safe. I created a space for people to come and enjoy themselves and so feel good. like they're at a party, which they're literally not at a party, but they're somewhere where it's fun. We're getting healthy. It doesn't have to be boring. We're exercising. doesn't have to be boring. So I bring that to the table of bringing joy into my class and to people's hearts. Bro, that's excellent. That's that's amazing because a lot of times we live in a world where sometimes we may get lost in the source. You know, we sometimes we're not as confident as we need to be or as we can be. So I wanted to ask you, is, is this like the perfect way to transfer? Because ever since I've known you, you have positive vibes, good energy, and, and you always saw the best out of whoever you was talking to. You know, you always been that person. So is this like the, the best way to transfer good energy to somebody who may not be where they want to be when it comes to like self-esteem and confidence? Honestly, you summed it up 100%. Um, this is a place where, yes, this is the type of energy that I give off. This is the type of energy I want to bring to people, help boost their confidence, help boost their self-esteem. You know, I've oh, and and that's that's crazy because that is like that that is that is one of my biggest traits. I've always seen the good in people, regardless if people do wrong, right? Because if you did wrong, I always see the good in somebody, regardless. So, you come into my class, you you're gonna feel that vibe, you're gonna feel that energy from me, and I you best to believe when you leave my class, trust me, you won't feel the same like you came in. You know, I even had a um. A client that came to my class, which who I know personally, um, she came to my class and I didn't know she was depressed. You know, she she said that to me. She was like, I'm depressed. And she was like, and she almost, she started crying. And it touched me because she was like, you don't understand. Like, I don't even talk to people. Like, I'm so scared to deal with people because of what I've been through so much in my life with people letting me down and, you know, screwing me over and, 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 and always doing me wrong. But coming to your class, that's not what I felt. I felt, I felt that, you know, like the first time I walk in a room, the room don't feel heavy. This is what she told me. And that made me feel good. So I'm like, I'm doing something good here. I create a space for people to come and to feel good. You know, my classes, my classes are not just for people that want to, that, 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 that does the, you know, high tech kind of workout and pushing, you know, doing the weights and the equipment and they like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, 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 it's not like that. It's a class where you come get started. You know what I'm saying? You come to get started. You just want to move your body. Come move your body. Come have fun. But you know, but 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 let's 
let me shut off that positive vibe in the room, you know, and people love it. And that's one thing I've, I've realized I give off as a person, you know, I give off that energy, that great positive energy. And that's what I use to share with the world. And I use my classes for that platform. Absolutely. And if you guys ever get a chance to meet milkshake, meet milkshake, you'll understand everything that she's saying is true. Like everything. So, so I, I wanted to also ask you to follow up with that. Like, I heard that if your routine is off, your results is is off. So, and the faction of, of feeling good, how do you, what's your routine to make sure your energy and spirits are high so you can transfer that to, to anyone else? That's a great question, and That is a real, thank you for, that's a real great question. Um. What I do is I stretch, I warm up, I listen to music that inspires me. Um, I listen to music that gets me hype. Um, and I also have a moment to myself during the, in the morning when I first wake up. When I first wake up in the morning before my class, um, I pray, I talk to God. Yes, I talk to God as if God is sitting right next to me, like I'm talking to you, dead serious, like he's right in the room with me. And Amen. then I just tell my, and I just, you know, talk to God. I just said, today's going to be a great day, Lord. Like, we, we really want to have the best class ever today. We're going to inspire somebody. We're going to motivate somebody. We're going to push somebody today, you know, and, 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 and that's what I do. And when I get in the car, you know, I put on some hype music to get me hype, you know, and I start thinking about all the lovely people that's going to enter my class. And that's going to leave feeling so bomb after the class is done. It's not even going to feel like, they just did exercise or workout because my classes are dance exercises. As you know, it's not dance workouts, the dance exercise. So I use an exercise. I use exercise. Um, I, I use a lot of exercise moves, but I, I, I incorporate with dance so it could feel more fun. You get what I'm saying? I do a couple, I, I do some dance moves in the class too. But yeah, that, that's what get my heightness up. That's what I, before I go into class to keep that energy going, you know, I let nothing try to get me down. Even though I had instances where I've had classes and, you know, I had to like literally have a, a tough conversation with the owner about something or I, had to, or I had to have a conversation with somebody before the class and, it, and it, it wasn't a great conversation. But I just have to always put myself back like, hey, you're not here for this. is not about you right now. You're here for these people who came to get that vibe, that energy, that positivity in here today. You don't know what they're going through, so what you're going through. Put that to the side, because it's not about you; it's about them. That's so that's how I yeah. have it on, on both spectrums. All right, cool. So, you know, we come from a elder company that told us about Murphy's Law. Anything that can happen will, will happen. happen. <laughs> you know, so uh, I wanted to ask you. How do you deal with disappointment? Um, I'm gonna keep it a hundred because you know this is this is one of those keep it a hundred podcasts. I'm not gonna lie, disappointment is not my favorite. I'm gonna be honest, I'm human, so disappointment really isn't my favorite thing. However, I do understand that in this entrepreneurial life and this, you know, the the the, the career that I'm in disappointment is going to come. So when I get disappointment, I'm not going to lie. I, t I, 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 I give myself five minutes to get frustrated, get mad or whatever. But after that five minutes, I start to look at the logics in between the disappointment 
and you know the saying says every disappointment has uh I don't I don't I don't remember the exact words, but you know what I mean. You know what I'm going with. Every disappointment has 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 a beautiful has a, has a blessing coming right behind it. Mm. So a lot of times I say that to myself like it's a blessing coming from this. So don't look at it as it's a disappointment because you're mad because of what happened. Let's step out of ourselves real quick and look at the and just look at just look at the details of the disappointment. Maybe it meant to happen so it can flow this way so next time, or maybe it meant to happen. You know, I break it down whenever I have a disappointment. And after I go through that, you know, after I go through those um, um, breakdowns in my mind, you know, I accept it. I accept it. I understand it. And then I take my time and move and move on from it. But I don't dwell in it. Even though that sounds kind of crazy when I said take my time. So, like, I take my time to get through it through the day. But after that, after I'm done thinking about it, and I'm like, okay, this is it. I'm not going to think about it no more. After I move on from it, the feeling is gone. I don't dwell on it anymore. Wow. Wow. That's a true testament right there. So so I was wondering, you doing what you're doing. Um, I was just thinking how much courage it takes to take a leaf of faith at your own, basically at your own enterprise, you know, you know, just to say, all right, I'm not going to do the nine to five anymore. You know, I'm going to follow my passion or follow my dream. Like, like if you could give the viewers out there, uh, uh, like a, a insight on what it took for you to to just get started, just initiate the the dream. Um. So, so I can say the entrepreneurial started a while, a long time ago. It started in two thousand and twelve. Um. And I won't say I didn't have a I did have a nine to five that I would test to. I did have one. Um. And I still have one now, but it's not, it's not really my nine to five now is is, is a little different than a normal nine to five. Cause now I'm I'm on the uh oh yeah it's a little different. Uh, 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 it's legal right <laughs> yeah it's legal it ain't the streets that I your favorite street that don't fence anybody <laughs> streets so do your thing <laughs> <laughs> but um this is more um my nine to five I'm a general manager um now so it's a like I said, it's a little different I'm not just a, I'm not just a, a actual a regular employee um and like mm. I said nothing wrong with regular employees I was an employee myself working for companies. But I'm at a I'm at a general manager and I work at a spa. Um, I work at a health and wellness spa, which is Studio Nikki Spice. Shout out to Studio Nikki Spice, um, CEO of um, Nikki Spice, CEO or CEO of Studio Nikki Spice, where um, I'm the general manager at. And um, you know that that that's why that's why I am right now. You know, um, so when this stemmed in about 2012, you know there was a lot of things that I had to get rid of. So it's not easy. So I'm not going to sit here and act like it was a one, two, three, because it's not. It's not easy because in order to to get on this road of entrepreneur, there's a lot of things you got to learn to let go. And it's not the easiest thing too. like one is your past. You know, a lot of things that happen in your past can hinder you from going forward in your future because I had a lot of things hindering me. You know, I had a lot of things that um, stopped me from getting to where I wanted to go. Like, you know, um, life happened when I was touring. You know, after touring and everything, life had happened. And it was a lot of things that I had to figure within myself to move on and move forward, to let go of, to move, to, to be in the place I wanted to be. So um, when I got into, um, I was in network marketing um, and I was in a business. And the business I was in, that's when I met Aunt and Diggity. 
um, the one thing they taught us was personal development. And they taught us that because they said you will not be able to move forward or you will not be able to grow. You have to personally develop yourself because you have to grow as a person. The more you grow, the more you will get, the more you will have, the more money you will make. Notice I said money last, right? Because everybody thinks about money right away. But you have to grow your mind. You got to grow yourself. You have to grow in stages. You can't stay the same way. You stay the same person. You won't be able to achieve what you want to achieve. So... Be so being in that company, which I, I I give it up to that company, um, even even though I'm no longer part of that company anymore, is they taught me personal development. You know they they you know they they taught us about um you know how the way you think, how the way you move. You know the way you think is very important. Your mental is super important. If you don't if if you don't watch what you like, talking to yourself is the biggest thing. You know and and, right. and that's something that I had to learn how to talk to myself better. A lot of us talk to ourselves very badly. Like we don't talk to ourselves good at all, but we quick to big up somebody else before we big up ourselves. Now, nothing wrong bigging somebody up. There's nothing wrong, you know, showing somebody some love, but you can't show love till you show yourself love, you know? And that was one of my biggest issues with myself. You know, I never used to show myself love like that. And I used to always think, you know, lower than what I should be thinking of myself, which everyone should, you should all think highly of yourselves. So when I got into the company, there were some things I had to fix within myself. And you're still a work in progress even after you start getting through your issues and stuff. Because I'm still a work in progress today too, you know? Always a student. Always a student, exactly. Always a student, always working on yourself. So when I got through certain things, you know, I started growing. Started growing more, started growing. And I started, you know, and elevating. But there comes a time when you got to elevate from there and to keep on going to the next level. There's always next levels, and I always heard. Um, there's a woman by the name of Tara Davis. Um, she always just say every level is a new devil. Every every level, there's a new devil. You know, I've heard her say that before, and um, it's 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 a whole fact. It could be the devil within your mind. It could be the devil that you got to deal with a person daily. It could be the devil could be anything. You know, so you you have to overcome that. Once you start to overcome that new devil, you keep going up and going up and going up. So. That's what led me to today. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that my progress, because one thing people don't see what I notice, people always see that the person has a success, but they don't know the story behind the success, or they don't know the story behind how the person got there. I went through a lot to get here. Mentally, physically, I'm to my crying tears, all that. I went through a lot. I went through a lot of pain, growing pains just to get here, but it was worth it. And I know I have to continue growing and continue to go more. Cause there's still more I want to do. There's still more things growing. So um, getting on this road wasn't easy, but I, was I open and ready? Absolutely. I was very, I was ready to take my life to the next level because I wasn't happy with my life at that time, you know, but I was so ready. And I'm going to tell all the listeners out there, you know, don't be afraid of the change because most people are afraid of change. They just want to stay the same, but you want to reach a certain place in your life. You want to make, you know, I hear people say, oh I, want, oh, I just want to make a lot of money. I want that million dollars. Yeah, you want that million dollars, but you got to grow into the person to, be, to, to have that million dollars. You got to grow into that person to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to grow into that person to have that time because it's not just a, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And my journey was a marathon. I didn't have success overnight. I sure didn't. My success took some time, and it's and, and honestly, still not where I want to be. But I can say that I'm happy, and I celebrate the little success. I don't say little, because success is success. It doesn't matter how big or small; it's still success. 
I'm happy um, for the success I've had in my life right now. And I'm very grateful. And I look forward to more success that's going to come. All right. That's awesome, y'all. I'm actually sitting here with my notepad, taking notes, like not just listening, just to listen, but, you know, also writing it down so I could apply it to my life. You know, this is like golden nuggets. I'm so glad to have you here. Now I want to go back to uh, what you were saying about mental challenges. What is some ways that you can strengthen your mental? What 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 are some things that you've done to do that? Well, one thing I, I um so a couple of things I do to strengthen my mental is um number one is um what when you wake up in the morning what are you listening to? Eric Thomas. <laughs> that, that's a whole fact. That's my guy. <laughs> Um, right. you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta, let's brown, you know, you, you, you gotta ask yourself, um, when I start feeling like my, my mind is starting to like dwindle or something is off. Cause you, you, you would know when your mind, you know, when something is off, especially when your mind starts to think some type of thought, negative thoughts all the time. I mean, we all get negative thoughts, but if it just continues, continues something you need to check in your brain. Um, I, what I do is I do affirmations. I listen to um audio um i get an audio with whether if it's on um audiobook or youtube or amazon that you download whatever um i listen to an audiobook and um another thing i do i pray when i first get up in the morning i pray i meditate if i start feeling that um once i get in the car I, i don't play music in the morning and if i do play music it's gospel because gospel has something about it where it's very inspiring. I get the, the, the words is super inspiring with the words, what they're saying. You know, I do that just to clear my head. And then I listen to an audio that's going to help me. I listen to either a financial audio or I listen to an audio like a Les Brown, like you, know, like you just said. Or I listen to like an Eric Thomas or I listen to like a T.D. Jakes or I listen to, um, what's that man name? Um, Earl Nightingale or, or, or Napoleon Hill or... I'm listening to um it's it's so many motivational speakers out there that you can listen to, but you gotta find the audio. I always say this and I've been telling this, telling people this since I was in business back in the business I was in. You gotta find audio to listen to what you're going through right now. Because not every audio yeah. fits not every audio you listen to is gonna have that effect. But if you listen to an audio that will help you in what your situation, I'm telling you, there's many days, many mornings that I've had I had I, I mentally checked out. And I put on an audio, I find an audio on YouTube, and it was a mixture of mixture, excuse me, of Eric Thomas, TD Jakes, and Les Brown. And I'm not lying to you, I was in tears. That's mm. how much that audio hit me because I was going through everything they said in that audio. And I rose up, and mm. then what I did, I rose that morning and I said, nope. And I got to my goals. Like I looked at my goal sheet that I, cause I t- I write goals down. I put it on my wall. I put it everywhere so I can see it. And I start looking at it. I start reading. I start asking. And I start looking, start asking myself, what are we gonna accomplish today? What are we gonna go get through so we don't have to keep thinking about what the negative we just went through? What are we gonna accomplish accomplish today? And I'm telling everybody, if you have a goal sheet and it's like, let's say you have ten goals, if you can at least achieve that one for the day. That's success. If you can at least achieve that one for the day, you will see how much you feel better within yourself because you just took action and you and you pushed through that negativity or that mental block that you was going through that day. And that's what I do. 
every month. Still to this very day, every morning I listen to an audio in my car. Something that's going to teach me about to help me have a better future, to build that generational wealth for myself. I do it every morning. And if I don't want to listen to nothing, because there's times I don't want to listen to anything at all, I listen, I'll just be in complete silence in my car. I'll pray, talk to God, boom, silence after that until I reach my destination. Sometimes you find sometimes you find the simplest solutions by just silence. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You hear that you hear that that answer come from inside. But a lot of times in the we in the world, we listen in the music, we distracting ourselves. So what I got from you from what you just said, you have to program, program your, yourself for success. Or, or something is going to program you for whatever comes across your pathway. Yes. <laughs> oh, man, Chris, this has been amazing. It's been amazing. I could sit here and talk to you all day. <laughs> all day. It's been amazing. What? I, I know it's late. I don't want to keep you no, too long, good. but I want, good. Good. I want... <laughs> Oh, we, we, good. we good? We can keep we good, going? yeah. If, if, you got so, if you got a couple of more questions, I don't mind answering a couple of more questions. You know, we good. You know, we good. All right, cool. Let's keep it going with it. So if you had, if you had, all right, I'll give you a scenario, right? If you had, today, today is your last day on earth, right? Today is your last day living. And you, everything you've accomplished, all your all of your achievements are erased. All you have is a pen and a paper to write three things that a last a a, a whole nother lifetime. What would they be? Three things that would last a lifetime. Um, three things that would last a lifetime and everything was erased. My accomplishments, everything, my success, all that was erased. And I had three things to write down before I, before I passed, where I could, you know, go on to glory. Um, one would be love yourself, love who you mm. are, love, love the skin that you're in, you know, love the black under your eye. Meaning, like, you know how we don't get no sleep. I sometimes that's what I mean when I say black on the eye. I don't people think like love the black when you get right. it because I know people start thinking all kind of crazy. That's not what I mean. I mean, just, <laughs> you know, love you, love your arms, love your body, you know, love the eyes that you see out of, love your mouth, love who you are as a person, love you, believe in yourself, believe in who you are, believe in, you know, God made you for who you are to be. Never underestimate or try to change for anybody. If they can't accept you, then that's too damn bad. You don't they don't need to be around you or you don't need to be around them. Um, number three, be around the people that love you, care for you, that want to see the best for you. And I ain't talking about that fake love. There's a lot of fake love out here. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking I'm talking about the people that genuinely love and care for you, that wanna see you win. I want to see because those are the people that's going to put the smile on your face and they're going to reciprocate and, and elevate, elevate. You and, 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 and love on you and see your success. I'm going to success. I'm going to tell you something. Those three things is what makes my happiness. Not the money, 
I love my products. I, I mean, I love, I love what I do. But those three things is 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 what I would say before I leave. No, number three, a good support mm-hmm. system. All right, you write about that. That they'll push you through. They'll get you through. Push you forward. Number two, believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Number two, believe in yourself because ain't nobody gonna believe in that's you a, for you. A, you know, I, I got. I got somebody at, at my job right now tell me he tells me every day you bigger than this job. It was like I'm I'm just pissed off that you don't see that and I see it. I got to see it before you. So it was like believing yourself and then I think the most important thing you said on this podcast is that self-love. You have to love yourself. And and we we can get into it. It's like a lot of people we have a tr- we 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 can give love but we don't know how to love ourselves and and mm-hmm. be loved you, you got the answers crystal i mean i would say this i had to learn self love a long a little while ago and not too long ago neither because i was always giving 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 and i was always right, making sure right. everybody was good but i never made sure i was good you see, I'm the person that will give you my last mm. dollar if I was once I have it, it's yours. You know what I'm saying? I'm that person. Right. You know, and one thing with self love is self love is the best stuff because you exude so much when you have that self love in yourself. I'm telling you, like what you exude to the world, what the world see you as, they can see you. They can see that you you are self love. People don't know that. Like you can walk down the street and look at a person, but sometimes looks are, can be deceiving. But that self love is everything, because there's people that you can tell they take care of themselves just by the way they walk, the way they talk. You can tell that they exude that, and self love comes in so many forms. You know, doing doing the things that you love to do. That's self love. You know, excuse me, I'm sorry. You know, this time I took myself on a date, and people say you're weird for that. I'm like, why? Because I took myself on a date. Something wrong loving on you because how can you love you gotta love you before you can love anybody. That's that's and, and, and you know, I'm not gonna get into the relationships part, but I know for a fact if you don't love you, how can you love somebody else? How can you know what you want to what you what do you want when you go into that relationship with that person? You gotta love you. You know, another self-love is taking yourself to the spa. You know, taking time to wash your hair, wash your face, getting your hair done, getting your nail. I mean, for up uh, for my females out there. Getting your nails done, getting you know, getting your pedicures done, pampering yourself—that's self-love. Even just taking time to just mm. have silence and and talking to nobody, or reading a book, just to elevate your mind—that's self-love. You know, go getting a massage. I mean, it's the same thing like saying, like I said, the spa. That's self-love. Buying yourself flowers—that's not weird. That's self-love because you know, and you just. Having that time to yourself. I took myself to the movies before by myself and I didn't mind at all. And and, and nah. No. And you know, listen, I met people on the way. I met people at the movie theaters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a different level kind of self-love. Right. Most people can't go nowhere by themselves. I can. I've done it so many times and it felt good. Cause when I started going on dates, you know, I knew what I want. I know what I want, how I want. Like, mm. I can tell you now, like, what I want. You know what I'm saying? Like, things like that. You got to know what you want. 
You know, all of that plays a part with self-love. Self-love is, is, is so many different factors to it. But just even, like, my favorite thing to do, watch a movie. Like, I could sit in my apartment and watch a movie and drink some wine and laugh and cry. Like, all that stuff matters. And sometimes we lose that because we get so caught up in life. We get so caught up in life so hard that we forget about the things that we love to do. The things that we, how we taking care, how we pampering ourselves. A bubble bath, shit, excuse my language. That's self-love, do that. Play some nice Sade. Yeah. A bubble, a bubble bath, bath. nice Anita Baker. You know, lift some candles up. Put some rose petals <laughs> in, your, in, in your bath. You know what I'm saying? Put a mineral bath salt. Dr. Teals. Holla at Dr. Teals. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, put that in your water, soaking that. Make, you know, smell that bath. Like smell the bath. So smell so good. Like you start feeling good. You know, like all that stuff matters. So, right. So let, let me ask you. You say you. So you're saying like when when you love yourself fully, right? All the things that you crave for, for the universe to give you, when you love yourself, you realize you already have those things inside you. Exactly. Exactly. You 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 wanna you wanna meet good people. You 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 love yourself enough to become a good person and you'll mm-hmm. attract you good people. Right, right. <laughs> So I guess I guess that's that's I'm, I'm learning too, man. You you teaching me, I'm, I'm learning too. <laughs> I, I, again, I appreciate you being here, Crystal. But no. we're gonna wrap it up here. Tell the people where they can find you on Instagram. Everybody, um, my Instagram is milkshake underscore choreographer. That is milkshake underscore choreographer. Um, milkshake spelled like milkshake M I A M I. So you must say A. Sorry, y'all. M I L K S H A K E underscore only one underscore. Um, choreographer C H O R E O G R A P H E R. That's milkshake underscore choreographer, and that's where you can find me. You can find more information about my classes. I know Anthony get my products, but he's gonna get that. <laughs> he's definitely gonna get my products, so you can see. Um, and you can learn more about me, my class, the products that I have, um, and you know what I offer. You know, um, positive vibes, positive energy, full of smiles. You know, trust me. Come on my page, you're definitely gonna laugh. You're definitely gonna smile. That's one that I could definitely say. Yeah, y'all make sure y'all hit her up, follow her. Follow her and hit her up. Any any milkshake, any last thing you um, want to tell the people? Like you've been doing such an amazing job Thank on you. my podcast. Like <laughs> I don't need to put the pressure on you, but you got any last any last words you to send the people yeah, off with? Um, well, okay, what would I like to say to everybody? I don't want to be too long, you know, um, but I would like to say to everybody, this is just falling from the heart, is be you, be yourself, you know, love yourself, love who you are. And, you know, if there is anything or if there's someone out there that's looking to start a business or 
start their own podcast or start, you know, start to write a book, do it, do it. Like just, just start, like, even if you just got to record 10, 10 minutes of a podcast or five, not even 10 minutes, record three minutes of yourself on a podcast, talk about what you want, do that. You know, if you want to write a book, write the first five pages, just start writing, just start taking action. Cause I'm telling you, the minute you start, you will start to see changes. You will start to see that. Okay. I'm, I'm ready to continue. Start doing it. Don't be afraid. I mean, I know a lot of people are afraid to start things and do things. I'm going to tell you right now, I was afraid for many years. And you know what? I just got tired of not living where I want to live. Because trust me, it, it, it will dawn on you. It will come down on you. And it's not a nice feeling when it starts to come down on you. Because now you start feeling like you're not living for anything. Or living for nothing. Or you just don't know where life is going. And I've felt like that before. So if there's anybody who listens to this podcast or anybody that's Hearing my voice right now, Milkshake underscore the choreographer, MS Company says to you to start that business, start that activity, start that book, you know, and I know it's not easy, but just take a one step. And that one step could be that five page that you write, that one minute to three minute recording that you do for that podcast, you know, that, that, that one research that you, you research on Google or wherever you do your researches to start the how to start that business you want to start. That's all it takes. It's not it's not hard, but it's hard if you understand what I'm saying. But you can do it. If I can be your push, you can do it. I mean, we don't have time to go through everything, but one day you you overhear my story, but you can do it. You can definitely do it. Just start. That's all it takes. And believe in yourself. Nobody ever never told you, I believe in you. I may not know who you are, but trust me, believe in yourself. You, you are it. Just keep going. And, and trust me, the light and the shine will follow you. Just got to keep reaching for it. You know, you can't see it. Don't worry. I never saw my shine either until I just kept going. And the shine is starting to come up like the sunlight. That the sunlight comes up in the morning. And believe it or not, it will come. Hey, man, you got me over here, old Terry. Aww. I mean to get you on Terry. <laughs> I'm like, diggity, you could do it. <laughs> so now I want to I wanna thank you. Thank you. It's been an honor and a privilege. Thank you for coming along the Road Man, to Victory I podcast. You. I hope to have you on again. I hope Absolutely. to have you on you again know, we soon. You could definitely have me on again. Um, you know, maybe the next time could be about the products that I came out with. <laughs> Right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. You guys make sure you hit a page, show us some love, and check out the products. And I want to th- say, Aunt, thank products. you again. You know, love you. You know, it's all love. You know, you know, we go way back five years ago to five years later now, and I'm proud of you that you started this podcast. And man, listen, do the damn thing. And I love you for this. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for letting me be on this podcast and let this be my first podcast I've been on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love you too people at home I, I wish you love peace wealth and truth always this is the road to victory podcast I'll see y'all next week what up world this is the road to victory podcast this shit what it happened right I am your host and diggity put your phones on silent everybody Start it over, man. It can't even start it over, right? Just edit it. All right.
What up, world? This is Ann Diggity, Road to Victory Podcast. I got my family in the building. What up, Dice? What up, Breezy? What up, Kaya? What's good? What's going yeah. on, brother? Everything good, man. Glad to have you here. Pull up on me. You know what I'm saying? This is going to be an epic episode. You got two hours worth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what's going on? What's going on? How y'all doing, man? Everything's good, man. I'm enjoying my 2020. You know, life's good. Corona ain't fuck with my family. Right. Everybody got money. Everybody get blah. Everybody happy. All praise due to Allah, you already know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What up with you, Dice? I ain't see you in a minute. Shit, man, chilling, grinding, trying to keep my head above the water, making sure everybody's straight. He's just trying to make sure his Balenciagas is charged. And <laughs> 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 Breezy, how you? How's the wife? How's, how's, how's the married life going? Married life is awesome. It's great. I'm just happy to be loved. Let me happy ask you a question. Happy. About married life. Uh-oh. <laughs> Do you get more box when you marry or less? I've heard like two different sides of the story. Hey, honestly, my thing is, I just felt like it depends on your woman. If your woman likes to have sex, then you're going to get as much box as you could, as you want. If your woman is, it's just all about who your woman is. I don't think it about, it's about marriage and not marriage. Even in a relationship, when you first start a relationship, you all everybody know you have a lot more sex. Yeah, you're killing it already. You call it right. It's like honeymoon stage. You it's new, so you have to do it a lot. I mean, after what a year into that, you may slow down. It may not be as much as it was. I mean, but it's not going. I'm not going to say when when you get married, it just completely stop. No, it just depends on y'all. It depends on your sex life. I nah, I don't see. I ain't seen no slower yet. We've been married for two years, so. Oh. That you still in the honeymoon phase. I mean, <laughs> you want to call it that? <laughs> With Kaya. Kaya in the building, y'all. My man's been on fire. Fire doing his music stuff. Drop, uh, you don't follow him. His Instagram is Kaya, K-I-A-H underscore NYC. Yep. All his content, super fire, um... And I wanted to talk to you about it, like, like I know you, I know you basically my whole life, and and you was the standard: go to school, get good grades, get a good job, you know, take care of your family, and you did that. But now you transferred over to a new, uh, like a new, a new thing, and which which was music. How did you make that transition? Um. So the transition came with just being in a space in my life where I'm comfortable enough to say, fuck what everybody else thinks. I mean, so I didn't just want to start doing music. Like, I've been wanting to do music. Right. I mean, me, Rel and Ty, I was talking about this shit the other day. We were sitting in Rel crib smoking, and I was like, yo, I want to rap. I wrote this rap. And I said the rap, and then when I looked around the room, everybody head was like <laughs> <laughs> Everybody held the name lap, and I was just like, uh, maybe not. 
And then you just hear all the like the the subtle jabs that everybody. Oh, you want to rap too? Oh, you doing it too? Oh, you think you gonna blow? And it's like, especially in my family, my nigga. I don't come from a family of dreamers. I come from a family of realists, bro. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. It's. In the NFL, there's 30 teams, there's 53 rosters, 30 times 53 is like 9, 1,500 people, it's almost 1,600 people in the world get to play in the NFL. So when I played in football, niggas was not, yo, you could go to the NFL. Niggas was like, yo, you could try to get a scholarship, that's about it. Like, that's where the buck stops. So I didn't come from a family of dreamers, like, so I didn't think the dreams I had, I could bring to fruition. But now I don't give a fuck no more. So it's like, I heard the more you care, the more powerful you can be. But not caring what nobody thinks, and, and I think that's that's definitely powerful too, right? Not caring what anybody thinks also means you caring about yourself more. Right. I mean, so okay. I just care about what I think about you now. All right. Okay. Right. What people can say. Yeah, that's hard. If it makes you happy. It makes you happy. Or, right? Fuck everybody. I said the show on the Fuck. I tell people that's my best advice. Fuck everybody, and I'm included in everybody too. Yeah. Fuck me, nigga. Like <laughs> when it comes down to it, when it's some you, I, your happiness, you, what you want to do. Like what you fuck like. Fuck everybody else. Right. You like what you like. But how do you say that to the people that put everybody before them? You understand? Like, like put like I, the, those people that give you the shirt off their back. You know, those categories. I mean, with that, it's like those are people that you appreciate. You understand? Right. Like, I appreciate a nigga that go the extra mile for me. Right. But at the end of the day, do I expect him to? No. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he ain't going to do it, I got to go do it myself. But if you go do it for me, yo, good looking, bro. Like, I appreciate that a lot. Like, right. You ain't have to, but you will. And for that, you got a card in my pocket. Like, if it come to you, same thing. Like, yo, you could do this for me right now. I'm going to jump out the window like, yeah, all right, I got you. I remember that. I remember what you do for me, you right. know what I'm saying? And I didn't ask you to do it. So it's mm-hmm. like when people come from a certain place, it's niggas that want something from it, and it's niggas that do it genuinely. Right. And if you got genuine people around you that do it for you, you got no problem extending your hand. Mm-hmm. You know that's, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. So Kyle, uh, the music, like, what inspires you to... Um, to what inspires you that they actually hear the beat and, 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 and jot and put into words what the beat is telling you? I think my inspiration, I don't know, bro. It's like, I can say, I consider the voice in my head God. Mm. You feel me? Mm. So all my inspiration got to come from God. Mm. My God, though, I don't know about everybody else's God, but the the person that talks to me, when nobody else is around, even when a thousand people is around, the person that talks to me, that's my God, and that's where the inspiration comes from. Yeah, that's deep. <laughs> Shit's real, bro. That's deep. It's deep. So, so what, like, like I know you damn near my whole life too, but it's like, what? At what point? Like, there was people around you that was rapping previous too. Like, what made you want to jump out the window now? I, all right, so long story, right? I've tried it a few times, subtly, because y'all y'all know me. My nigga, I, I tell people all the time, I didn't talk to people until I went to college. Like, when we used to go places, my nigga, I'm, I don't know you. I was a dub. Like, I'm chilling, quiet, reserved. I'm keeping everything to myself. Excuse me. 
Yeah, I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> Let me repeat the question then, nigga. What made, like, you was around people. Oh, right, 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 right. So I tried to, I remember we was little, little, little kids in front of the building. And I don't know if it was Shaquan or Jacob, but somebody said a rhyme about, like, a, a 22 or some shit like that. I went in my house and wrote a rhyme dissing them. About the 22. That piece of shit gun is little. Da, da. I had to be like 10 years old, not even seen a 22 in my life yet. And it was like, so it was already there because I guess everybody else on the block was doing it, but I was just a private person, so I was just doing it. I mean, to myself. Fast forward to what I was just talking about when we were sitting in the room with Valentina. We like, at this time, this is like, I just graduated from college. I'm working at PAL, and I'm like, I want to rap. Spit the rap. Nobody moved. Uh, we went to the studio. Yeah. <laughs> we went to the studio. I wrote a rap to the uh, I'm a boss meet Mill beat. So we figured out. We went to the studio. We pulled up Pro Tools and shit like that. <laughs> we figured out how to get the beat in. Nigga, how, nigga Pablo rewired the whole shit. So everything was like the knobs actually did what they were supposed to do and yeah. shit like that. Like. And I recorded uh, like, like a verse. And the nigga who, who serious, his whose studio it was, he wasn't there. So he came to the studio with a session that they paid session. Yeah. With a gospel group, right? Right. With a gospel group. <laughs> right. And they opened their file up and it's me rapping. <laughs> Nigga was like, yo, y'all niggas not allowed in the studio no more. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. <laughs> like, yeah, I remember that. Right? Yeah. So, so, um, let me ask you, where do you see, uh, not even yourself, your pen, as far as your pen, like, what's your limitations? I don't have no limitations. No limitations. I feel, literally, I feel myself and see myself getting better every day. Right. And I haven't been consistently doing this that long. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's developing a little bit of hate in niggas too. Yeah. Because I ain't been doing this consistently, outwardly that long. And my pen is a lot better than niggas. Like, right. Significantly. Like, right. It's <laughs> so, so, like, the next year or so, or five years, what did you see yourself know, musically? Like, musically? Yeah. So, I'm on the clock. I literally, I gave myself five years, right? If five years goes by and nothing comes of it, I'm not doing it no more. I'm not going to step away from music, per se, because I'm making new connections every week. Right. Like, the people I know know a lot of people, and they're not stingy, and they give me game, and so I'm meeting a bunch of people. So it's like, I don't think I'll step away from music completely. I just won't try to be an artist no more. Like, that'll be... I might even still write songs. Like most of the hooks you hear me on, I wrote. Regardless if it's somebody singing, somebody rapping, it's not me. If I'm on the song and there's a hook, more than likely I have something to do with that hook. So there's like there's something there. You know what I mean? Even if it's I'm not the persona that's gonna put it. Right, right, right. I if you say like it's you said, I'm going, I'm going, right. so I'm, I'm going to produce, I'm going to do something. Like, I'm a, I can write, because like you said, DJ Khaled, that nigga probably write hooks. Get these niggas, this is how I wanted to sound, this is how you got to do it. Do it for me, and I get paid. 
Yo, last night we had a session. It was beautiful, bro. Yeah. I, so typically I invite people to my sessions and people won't show up. Regardless, we adults, life happens. You got other shit you got to do. I don't take it personal. But a lot of times people don't show up. Like, my niggas will show up with them chill. But I'm talking about, like, artists I don't really know or I don't have really have relationships with. They won't show up. Last night, I invited four people. All four Three showed up. The fourth one said he, he owns a club, a bar. And he was like, yo, somebody's throwing a party in my spot tonight. I got to be there so I can't come. Mm. But he was going to come, too. That's the first time that's ever happened. And that shit made magic, bro. Shit, it came out really, really good. That's what's up. <laughs> so I was like, it's something there, my nigga. And I wrote the hook. Yeah. Mm. My mans came over the melody. I wrote the hook for it. Shout out to producer, yeah. too, man. Yo, Q Banger is that nigga. Yeah. Like, I be telling people, he has so much. I tell people all the time, I'm spoiled when it comes to music just because. I'm working with a producer engineer who's been doing this 20 something years. Right. Who comes from a, a, a music family. You feel me? He told me all the time how he used to get slapped in the head from singing the wrong keys and shit like that. Yeah. He's singing all. Like, the nigga's a beast. He's a whole. I watched him work. Yeah, that's a fact. Most of the songs you hear, he sat there and created the beat. I, I did. He watched the career. He created the beat. I'll write while he's creating the beat. And then when everything's done, he sends the Pro Tools and we record it. I see what comes out. That takes a lot of time. But that Q is nah, definitely he's he's nice. one in a million, he's bro. Nice. One in a million. That's why I don't... Going to other studios is cool. And I'm not saying that they trash. They're just not as experienced as he is. You feel me? Right. You've been doing this seven years. He's been doing it 25. Right. It's a huge difference, bro. I mean, so I'm spoiled with this music shit. And I watch your producer work, and it's like, I love music, like from top to bottom, like from sounds to different. Pause. Music? Top to bottom. (laughs) (laughs) But from the sound and all that, like, like even the way it sounds sonically, like, makes a difference in my head. As far as like, I seen him mix. Different types of beats, like even like R and B joints to rap joints, and you know what I mean. Like he sits there, and it don't take him three days to do the shit. I've seen him do it in an hour. He actually sung. He actually you know what I'm saying? Song and that shit is melody. super cool to me. You know what I mean? Yo, last night I respect he, that nigga, bro. Like, he cooked up two beats before we got to the beat. We made a song with four beats too, like. Drops, drums, everything, patterns, stretched out. He cooked up two whole beats. And we was like, nah, nah. And the third one he made, that's the one we rocked with. Mm. Shout Old out to right? It's the wine. <laughs> so so to run off with uh run off with what Dice just said, I he gave me an idea. Have you felt in love with music yet. And you know, who hasn't been in love with music their whole life? Right. I feel like music. Like, I mean, I think it's a difference. This niggas that actually like music. Yo, I like it. I love the way it's done. Man, like, you know me. I was sitting in the crib listening to anything. Give anything a shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. No matter how trash it may sound or something, like, I'll try to look for something in that. Like, yo, that shit, all right. 
It's a different And then there's niggas that listen to music, but I only want to hear the hits. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas ain't gonna give the garbage no chance. Or the shit that's pertaining to be, oh, this nigga ain't popping, so it can't be. Like he ain't getting a radio play, so it's garbage. Right. Shit don't make sense to the radio no more. It's even hype beast in music. Like, yeah, I'm a dick ride this nigga because everybody else is dick riding nigga. That's a whole fact. And I said that to somebody last night. They asked me if I listened to Buster's album. And I said, not yet because I haven't been on a road trip. I like to listen on albums while I'm driving because I can just listen uninterrupted. You know what I mean? I'm not doing anything else. I'm not, I'm not commuting on the train or the bus. I'm not at work. I'm not, I'm not doing nothing else. I don't have my kid bothering me. Feel me? When I drive, I can just zone out. Yeah. When if I don't do that, it's like the songs I like is the songs everybody else likes. Mm-hmm. But every time I take time to listen to music, my favorite song is never ever the popular song. Right. Ever. Because mm-hmm. I remember uh, growing up when it, we had moments like when you know uh, Cameron dropped the the diss track to Fifty. And we all sitting there listening for for the first time, right. you know, or moments like when Jay when that nods, you know what I'm saying? Those moments. So, what? How do you see yourself creating your moment with music? Sound like beef create moments? Cause that's what you just <laughs> not not just beef, that but. Was all beef. You brought it all beef. Yeah, it was all beef. Like the because big I couldn't think of a, a, a moment. Coast, West Coast, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't think. I couldn't think of a moment where a song dropped and we heard it for the first time, and it just, you know, it just snatched us. It, we gravitated to it, or or the song gravitated to us. I remember one time when Beyonce had the, the radio interview with Hot 97, and we was going to see Todd. And when he was working at Foot Locker, mm. and we we both left the car and said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> At the same, like we were thinking the same thing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a whole fact. I remember that shit too. <laughs> so so that that those moments, man, how do you see your, how do you see your moments? I think that's more unpredictable. I mean, I don't know when or how. All I got to do is keep my head down and keep grinding. Right. Because I feel like when you look up and look around to see, that's when you plateau. Right. I mean, let me see what I've done. That's when you stop grinding. Right. I'm just going to keep my head down. If the shit happens, it happens. Mm -hmm. That's like, I know the structure of writing a song. I remember when I used to write songs, I would get stuck after repeating something I said that was hot, and I couldn't get past it. I was like, all right, all right. I got my path marked. Bring your cash here so I could triple what I made off of last year. And then I'm like, all right, I got my path marked. Bring your cash here. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) So, So what about writer's block? Writer's block? It's like, the way I came into it is like, most of the songs I wrote, like the first couple of songs I wrote at home. Mm-hmm. Most of the stuff you hear now and after those first like three or four songs, it was all written on the spot in the studio. And that's the pressure that Q and Scribbs put on me. Know what I mean, this is the beat. What you got? What I got. Uh, 
be looking at your phone for shit you already wrote. Nah, this none of this shit work. Right. Oh, I gotta get it written. I gotta go. Gotta go. Mm-hmm. If I feel myself stuck, stuck, I'll just look around. For real, for real, I'll just look around. It's a fan right there. Right. What do fans do? They blow air. What else are fans? People who love people. Alright, maybe I could flip fans somehow into what I just did. Yeah. And the shit be coming out fast. Right. You know what I mean? Alright. But I got a personal question for you. It's like, nigga, when are we gonna get a project? Like, I done sat, I done hurt. Nigga, I got 40 of your songs on my fucking phone at this point that you texted me. Yo. When are we gonna get something? So. Is there a certain direction you're going with it? Or are you just gonna mix it all in? The. The reason that I don't have a project out now is because I do a lot of research. I mean, like, once I'm into something, I put my all into it. So I do a lot of research. And there's a basically a whole, like, week to ten days in the month of December that music doesn't do shit. Like, people don't care for new music. Oh, the holidays? So during the holiday times. They're not listening to new music. They're listening to Mariah Carey and the songs they love. That's yeah. it. I'm you know not gonna hold you. I'm, I'm looking forward to the Christmas carols. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is hold you though. Fourth quarter has always been a big quarter for me. Fourth quarter is almost over though. You feel me? That's what I'm saying. Like, I was supposed to the the first idea was to put it out for November, but then speaking to us, this girl I know who does, uh, she's a publicist. She was like, "Yo, you need to have your project ready a month ahead of time in order to market it properly." Hmm. So, with the engineer getting the songs mixed and me creating new songs, now my old songs, I don't rap the same way I was rapping. These songs I thought I was going to put on the tape, I don't even want them on the tape no more. So, it's like, it's kind of, but now I got my toes in the ground, hard deadline for the end of January. Okay, that's good. End of January. So, that means everything will be complete by, like, Christmas time. That gives me enough time to put the money where it's supposed to be so it can market it properly. And shit is, yo, this is one thing I learned about music, and I don't know how kids do it. This is why kids are into bad deals and shit like this. This shit is fucking expensive, bro. You know what I mean? You paying for studio time, beats, you paying for fucking niggas to publish you shit. Like, niggas don't really get published and shit for free. Like, nothing's for free, my nigga. Nothing. Nothing for free. Songs you think went viral by accident? There's a couple of them. But most of them, my nigga, it's a bag behind all the shit, bro. It's oh, no, definitely. It's a bag there. Yeah. Wack 100 just said that. He said for him, he needs like 75000 to break a record. And that's for him because he know exactly who to call and what they going to do. I don't know who to call. I just know what the big bros is telling me. Nah, I'm not even calling big bros because you, let somebody, you call somebody big bro, they can call you little nigga. So, <laughs> he said, what, what the Instagram post said? That's what I got call, that, bro. They would call uh, a baby big bro. Right. <laughs> they had money. <laughs> but they definitely, you know what I mean? They, they pitch in the jewels, and the shit is not cheap. Wow. Niggas talking about 3500 just for people to post your shit one time. You know what I mean? You got to make sure your eggs is in the right basket before you go jumping out the window. Right, right. I think I think you could build that shit up independently, though. What do you think about doing shows? Um, shows definitely get you out there, man. I want to do shows. 
I, that's one thing that I, I know I have to work on is my stage presence. I mean, because I haven't done it enough. And you do videos, it's kind of the same thing. Nah. Videos stop, cut. When you're on the stage, there's no stop. You fuck up, you just got to keep going. Word, you miss a bar, you like... The last video we just shot, I forgot the same bar every time. Every fucking <laughs> take, I forgot the same bar. Yeah. Uh, uh, what you call it? But the tours, especially since doing shows, like I seen, I seen a couple people do tours in their house. One day it was the living room, the next day they <laughs> called it the bedroom in front of the house, on the side of the house, bathroom, kitchen. You know what I'm saying? So you can definitely get creative with it. Put together something called Tour Day Crib. Tour Day Crib. Yo, it's been done before, bro. It's been done before. So, so uh, mu- music aside, where are you mentally? All over the place. All over the place. Just because you have to establish priorities. Mm. I mean, and that shit is not as easy as it sounds. Right. Sometimes. Like, you know what you want to do, but this, you know what you have to do. Right. You know I mean, so, like, family's always supposed to come first. Then you're supposed to put yourself second after you put everybody else. Like, in a selfless world. Mm-hmm. That's ideal. It's, it's hard to move like that all the time, bro. For me, I'm going to say, personally, I'm... I'm definitely a selfish person, but I always, not always, but I think about myself first, the most interesting. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? And that's one of my flaws that I'm working to get out of. Just make sure I'm always putting other people first. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just so mentally I could just be at ease. Mm. I feel like mentally I'm okay, but other people are okay. Yeah, I know that feeling, bro. Mm-hmm. I know that feeling. My pops will tell you I spent my last dollar to have a good time with my people. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole thing. You know, so. Um, we were just talking about how we used to chip in. Right. <laughs> right, bro. Niggas got $4 between six niggas. <laughs> I get a nickel back. <laughs> That's crazy. It was third, thirdly, 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 I like your dice. My shit fucked up, bro. He said, suck my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Did you really break the ankle? Yeah, yeah. I know her shit was really broke. Yeah, Yeah, Kanye drove me to the hospital. Nigga was like, yo, can you take me to the hospital? I'm like, broken. yo, if you don't get your ass up. I'm being a bitch, my nigga. I walked in the crib. I was like, oh, your shit is fucked up. <laughs> His ankle was like a watermelon, my nigga. That shit was crazy. <laughs> nigga like, yo, carry me in the pot. Nigga, no, you too big for that shit. One, <laughs> I'm not going to hurt myself. And two, nigga, I think you all right. Like, I didn't think you was really for 
Benito. I had to get you some back to the car. Oh. Yo, yeah. I had to go from Sousa to the crib. You went to the crib? Yeah. When I got to him, he was in the crib. Yeah, I had That's to walk on my shit to the crib. I told you they didn't walk. Like, fuck out here. You, you know who carried me? Uh, Quay. <laughs> Thank you, Quay. <laughs> Challenges in front of me. Yeah. What are some of the See, my girl said I need therapy. I just needed to come to this podcast. Hey, buddy. I don't know. Like I just said, bro, it's just a selfish selfishness. Is and it's not intentional, you know what I mean? It's just you know how your chain of thought goes a ping 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 ping, right? And you move in a direction. Slow down sometimes. Hit the brake. Think before I act. Mm-hmm. And I'm not crazy. I mean, like, don't get it twisted. Like, I'm not crazy, but I do enough that people aren't always happy. I dig it. How you deal with disappointment? Um, I limit my expectations. But so, you ain't have no limits. I limit my expectations in people, though. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, when you expect people, like you was just saying, when you expect things from people, I mean... It's not it, always going to be reciprocated. Right. And now you might have extra animosity. While this person is sleeping well, you sitting there contemplating, like, what's going on? How could I have done different? Like, nah. Like, you always got to be your own plan A. Right. And just hope B is still right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, this, I don't really see, I don't know. I think if my son goes, Dad, I don't want to be a bum-ass nigga for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'll be disappointed. <laughs> like, you can do whatever you want, nigga. You can go hustle. You can do whatever you want. If you want to be one of the niggas that look ashy and gray and stand on the block with the dirty white tees, I'm going to be disappointed in that. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Like, uh, it, it was a dude outside just now selling um, electric toothbrush for a dollar. You caught one? I was going to, but... It looked used, right? Dirty ass, the shit was out yeah, there. Nah, the person who's selling it looked crazy. You know Yo. what I'm saying? I just said that. He was like, yo, I got the gas, I got the gas. I was like, I'm not buying no gas. Nobody just looked like this smoke crack. It was like, yo, I got that. That loud. Yo, I just had a homeboy try to sell me Mickey Mouse pillowcases, bro. Somebody once told me, son, the weed is going to be as good as the nigga you get it from. (laughs) So if the nigga you get it from is dusty, he's going to get some dusty ass weed. So... The niggas are bugged out looking at it. You was gonna get some bugged out weed. Stay away from that shit. Shit would have had you bugging, nigga, if you would have caught that. That ass. Nigga, you would give me a woolly. I want to ask all of y'all, like, what is what is happiness to each and every one of y'all? Happiness. I mean, for me, happiness is like, for me, it's hard. Like, I'm happy just. Being here, you know what I'm saying? Like waking up, like that's my happiness. 
I mean, of course I have down moments. Like, I done took so many losses, like, family-wise and shit. Yeah. Like, I just feel like my ultimate happiness would never actually reach its peak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like I'm an only child. You know what I mean? Right. I was raised by a single parent. It's my mother. She passed away, you know. The other lady that I knew was my grandmother. She passed away, and I buried the child that I created. You get what I'm saying? So, like, happiness ain't never the goal for me. It's just, uh, like, I like, like, I get inspired by my friends that have everything that I don't have. You right. know what I'm saying? Oh, you got a kid? Yo, that's cool. That's my little nigga. Yo, you got a mom's? Yo, make sure you be around your mother. Yo, you got a pop's? Yo, that shit is cool. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I feel like ultimate happiness I would never achieve, but me just getting up in the morning or me just feeling like I'm doing something for somebody else or, you know what I mean, kind of creating my own little families, which I consider my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, I consider all my niggas my family. Like, ain't nothing I'm going to go, I'll treat y'all more, I'll treat y'all more, less like I would treat anybody else that I'm really close to. And I'm closer to my friends than anybody else. Like, you heard me write the shit years ago. It wasn't fake. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Like, y'all niggas crash, I'm crashing with ya. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all niggas is up, I wanna be up with ya. Like, I feel like my ultimate happiness is pretty much everybody around me being successful. And that would be my goal. Like, if I see one of my niggas falling, I want to be the nigga be like, yo, bro, you bugging the fuck out. Get your shit together, nigga. If I see you doing good, all right, keep going, nigga. And make sure when you get hired, you bring me with you, motherfucker. <laughs> we don't have a <laughs> So that's just it for me. Let's go around the room. What's up, guys? You see, and this is what I was talking about. You see how he's happiness is everybody else is good. As soon as you said what's happening to me, I thought about twenty thousand dollars a month. Twenty grand a month. I feel like if I could make twenty grand a month not doing nothing, like just residual twenty grand a month, mm-hmm. what's not to be happy about? My bills are gonna be paid. My bitch is gonna be happy. Like everything. Right. All right. For the love of money. I feel like, honestly, right now, I don't have no problems that money can't solve. Mm. Mm. So my happiness is behind the dollar. Well, they say uh, uh, rich people problems is the only problems I want. That's a fact. <laughs> like, it's certain, like, it's certain things that you go through, I mean, that money can't solve. Yeah. But right now in my life, there's not a single thing that's going on that money can't solve. Anybody's issue that I really... Know and love, money will make everybody okay. I agree with what you're saying. I get what I get. What you're saying, I get exactly what you're saying because it's true. Like right now, we know for all of us, money would be ideal. Like it'll make us all happy. What about you, Brady? I mean, I'm happy with my life. I think. I mean, I just think happiness is just all what you, whatever you want it to be. Like, ain't no such thing. Like, I just feel, yeah, it's just whatever you want it to be. Like, it's what your values are. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, mm. 
Like if you value a dollar, that makes you happy. That makes you happy. Whatever makes you happy, like makes you happy. Makes you happy. Are are y'all as confident as y'all can be, or or or? Cause I come from a family of like low self esteem, low confidence. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like the same way Kaya said, uh, he come from a family of non dreamers. Just you know what I'm saying? I think I, 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 I can have more confidence. I think I can be more confident. I wish I was more confident sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and how, how would you work on work on your confidence? I mean, it just depends on. What you, I mean, and this is why I say I always, I, I love my wife because she always, like, even my insecurities and everything, she knows what I'm insecure about, but she always try to make me feel, like, good about it. Like, she tries to, but, I mean, eh, it's, I don't know. I don't know how I can work on it. I just, I don't know. It's whatever makes me happy, I just, I don't know. So what do you I'm think your main insecurity me. is? Like, just in your personal self? <laughs> you know they say something gay already. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Come on, yeah, probably. I don't know. I, I don't like like just talking to people sometimes. Like to me, I have to warm up to people before I could just like open yeah, talk to people. I'm the same way. You know what's crazy? Growing up, I was never like that. You know what I'm saying? It was, I love, y'all know me. Yeah, I know. He was always a savage. I was. I was <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let me eat your ass, ma. <laughs> Who looked better? Who looked better? <laughs> this nigga mad, ugly. What you mean? <laughs> nigga be in a public place. Nigga just have a. Your sneakers light up, nigga. What are them? L.A. Gears? Yeah, L.A. Valencia. I told you, you gotta charge the Valencia, baby. You gotta charge those sneakers, bro. Yeah, you gotta go for the rain. <laughs> That's crazy. Let me see what was those. So where we was at? We was talking about confidence. Yeah, Dice, how you feel about confidence? Because growing up, Dice, you was one of the dudes to look up to. You know what I'm saying? You, you always had everything that I wanted, you had grow, growing up. Even bitches? Bitches, all of that. The the, the fly gear, the bitches, the swagger. All, I wanted all of that as a kid. And I admired that from you, too. But for me, it was like, I wanted everything that... I couldn't be provided. Like my mom's did the best that she could. Yeah. But any other way I found to get it, I would get it. You get what I'm saying? And that's just something that I have a love for. Like I like clothes. Like I really love clothes. Like it's not something I do to impress bitches. Like I walk around my house and get dressed. You know what I'm right. saying? Like I get dressed to go to fucking work and I work with old niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's just what I like. And it's like I just felt like when it comes to that, it ain't never have to do with anybody else. Like I love, like I told you before, like I love music, I love my peoples that I'm around, and I love clothes. Like these are three things that I actually love and I value, and I feel like I take with me. You know what I'm saying? Like where I feel like I could be more confident in that is, like I feel like I'm prejudged a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like people see my appearance, but don't know I'm a fucking assistant director of a whole program. You get what I'm saying? Oh yeah, this nigga must hustle. Oh, this nigga must do that. Wow. Tattoos and the way I dress may make you have a whole nother perception of what I am. Right. So sometimes when I walk in a room and I'm with people that's over me, I'll kind of like shadow off because I'm thinking, what the fuck do they think about me? 
know what I'm saying? So that's why I lack confidence as far as that. What about you, Kai? That shit had you fucked up just now. Yeah, right? it did. <laughs> I wanted to go in deeper. Go ahead. Deeper. Go ahead. Um, how do you how do you deal with that? With like uh, the prejudgments and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because there's I, a way you could attack it, or you could just you know what I'm saying. Sometimes I do both. It's like sometimes I'll feed into the shit and give you what you think that you want. And then don't want it anyway. And then there's times where I'll be like, all right, let me show these niggas that I'm not what you think I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's two sides of the coin. It depends on what day I wake up on. Because right. I could be the nigga that you're looking for. Or I could be the nigga that you think I am and give you everything that you really didn't want. Right. Or I could be that nigga that be like, oh, yeah, he looks like this, but he knows all of this. Right. He knows how to get this done. Right. So it just depends on what side of bed I wake up on. Like, Depends on my mood, but if you if I feel like you're already judging me, half the time I'm probably gonna give you the nigga that you really don't want anyway. Right. Yo, yo, you know what's crazy? We never really had this this these type of conversations, bro. Never. Never. It's all it's always us trying to in, entertain each other. I would Either say. jokes you or know? women problems. <laughs> jokes <laughs> or women problems. <laughs> That's all the that's, that's true friendship. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we never really know what each other thinking or, or what we going through and stuff like that. What about you, Mr. NYC? Yo, right now, I ain't gonna hold you. My confidence is on a hundred million trillion, bro. Like I don't yeah. not Fat nigga, titties hanging, belly never been this big in my life. Like it don't matter. My shit is on a trillion right now. And you know what it is? It's the recognition I'm gaining from the music. That's what it is. Like, like I said, when I was young, I never talked to people. Like yeah. niggas didn't know me. Like they knew who they knew my face. But niggas didn't know my name. Nobody called me my name. I was always Sean's little brother, Mika's little brother, Kevin's little brother. Big man. I, big man. That was me my whole life. This rap shit now, niggas is like, yo, what's up, Kai? How you doing, Kaya? Like, so this is this is like, and it's like the way you get your identity. This is like setting your identity. So previous like, to rap, though, where did you feel like you lacked confidence? Um, I think it's just my main lack of confidence came with like prejudice towards weight. Like I just felt like everywhere I went, people would just. Like, they always had to say something about me being fat. Like, forever. Like, fat so, boy. <laughs> and not that that didn't give me tough skin to deal with it. Yeah. But like you said, it's just something always in the back of your head. Like, when you walking through the club, and it's like, you following a little skinny nigga, and they dipping and dodging, you like, damn. Excuse me, because you need to move for me. Like, you got it. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, fat ass nigga can't even move around like everybody else and shit like that. Yeah. That was like my main lack of but yeah, I, you, as a kid, though, you know what? I got a lot of confidence, though, even though I was fat, was from girls. Right. So it was like, come here, you teddy bear. Right, you a teddy bear. Oh, I'm a teddy bear. Come hug me, baby. Yeah, <laughs> like, Yo, you know what's funny? Uh, I remember, you know, watching wrestling and how Kai used to root for Kevin Owens because he was fat. <laughs> that I am. 
And I oh let me say this on the podcast so maybe he can hear it. DJ Mustard, I'm upset with you. <laughs> Not because you lost weight, but because you wanted to lose weight just so you could buy designer clothes. And guess what you did, DJ Mustard? All you did was put on fucking Eddie Murphy leather pants and oversized jeans. It don't make no fucking sense. You let us down, nigga. <laughs> And I'm not even capping. Go look at his Instagram. All it is is leather pants and oversized jeans. Like, this is what you want to lose weight for? So you can start buying that. Alright. So we running out of time. I want to give you Run out of no day. fucking time. I <laughs> got all night, nigga. I want to give you guys each uh, one thing you would tell the audience. You know, one thing, one message you would tell the audience to, to maybe I would say live by or or give them some type of direction if they needed it. What would be that one message you would tell them? For me, it'd probably be like, yo, believe in yourself. Like, Mm. when you Mm. feel like a lot of things are not going, everything's not, every day's not sunny. And you gotta be able to deal with the downfalls of it and bounce back, you know what I'm saying? Like, wins and losses, like Meek said. Like, that's a reality, my nigga. Like, so you're going to win something, you're going to take losses while you're doing it. But it's the way you bounce back that really counts. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't always about money. It ain't always about people. It ain't always about your surroundings or where you come from. Like, it's about what you really want for yourself. And a lot of times we lose sight of that, like, via Instagram or fucking TV or other niggas we see doing what they doing or other women we might see doing this, that, and the third. Like, be yourself. Like, it's all about self-love at the end of the day. I, I want to take the long way home, man. Because you, you, what you said just hit me. But the part you just said, uh, believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. What is that? Because I struggle with that. You know, I, I've been podcasting. I've been rapping. I've been playing ball. And everybody always told me how good I was, you know, but I, I've never felt good. I'm going to interrupt that. Ain't nobody tell you it was nice, that boy. What? You better. <laughs> so you're not going to lie either. Yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. never told you yeah. you could what? go to the A. Niggas just told you you was big. No Yo, more. we go behind Sue they like, I got A. <laughs> nah, got nah we're not going to lie. I got A, bro. So we could continue That's with what you're missing, but I'm going to stop you. I I was I, I had something to prove behind Susan, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna say I can't really count because you definitely was better than me and Bo. So it was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was better than all was, y'all niggas. I ain't gonna say you was nice. You was better than me. Me and Breezy used to bust niggas ass. Nigga, that was the second grade. And you were six feet taller than everybody else. <laughs> so you just had the advantage to get nineteen shots and make one, nigga. Nigga, nigga, the only. <laughs> You've always going. been the tallest niggas in class picks. <laughs> always. always ate last because you was the tallest nigga in the class. <laughs> On class trips, you was always in the back. What are you talking about? Always time you in the front was graduation. Nigga. I was, Anthony, yo, Anthony. you know who I need backing <laughs> me right now? My nigga Rel. Me and Rel used to go at it, bro. Rel used to go at it. But uh, back to like the believing... Believing in yourself. I want you to expand more on that. Like, everybody's definition might be different than believing in themselves. You get what I'm saying? Like, you just explained We literally just 
you might feel like believing in yourself comes from different places. Like somebody else could give you the confidence to believe in yourself. Right. Like Breezy said earlier, his wife gives him confidence. <coughs> you get what I'm saying? That wasn't a prone talk. Sorry. Like that was a that was a point right there. Like he didn't have to draw inspiration from himself. Somebody else is backing him and that pushes him forward. Mm-hmm. That's fire. Everybody might not have that. So sometimes you got to inspire yourself and believe in yourself when you don't have nobody else backing you. And it's either I'm a sink or drown. Sorry, sink or float. You get what I'm saying? And it's like, it's up to you at the end of the day. Like every choice you make is your choice. Some roads might be harder for you to get to the top and some roads might be smooth, but you just got to prepare yourself for whatever may come your way and know like, yo, I, this is plan B and plan A don't work out. It's all about preparation. So, all right. What about you, Kai? My last words? Mm-hmm. Fuck everybody, even me. <laughs> Fuck everybody. But ass, don't care about nobody thinks, bro. If that's one lesson I learned from the music, and Vince Song told me this. Vince Song told me this. Nigga Shout me. out Vince Song. Nigga, we go to call and the nigga said, yo, bro, don't give a fuck what nobody got to say. He said, fuck everybody, nigga. He said, even fuck me. I was like, that's some real ass shit. Like, Don't care about nobody got to say. Shout out to Ben Saad. I'm going to slap that nigga next time I see him. <laughs> you and your fucking hamster car, nigga. You grow for that shit. Moses. <laughs> Let's go, Breezy. It's on you. My thing is, if you got a girl, or I say a woman, and you ain't afraid to lose her, then you really shouldn't be with her. He about to get some of that. AKA, go, I'm go, about to go, eat go the egg. I was when she hit this. <laughs> right. I gotta let, you know what, though? Let me get roses while we sitting here, too. Because you, my nigga, I ain't gonna lie. When it comes up to you and your relationship with your wife, my nigga, I idolize it, my nigga. Because we be chilling, that nigga be like, oh, what time's it? I gotta do this for my wife before she do this, and that's it. And it seemed like his shit weren't so smooth. And my shit got so much turbulence in it because I don't pay attention. <laughs> I was saying, yo, I commend you on what you're doing, bro. Keep up the good maybe, work. Maybe you give us faith. You give me faith, bro. That maybe I can you can start right. like a course or, or a podcast. And, and I always fuck with Breezy about everything. Like Breezy, Breezy, my nigga. But I fuck with him about everything. Like relationships, life. Like I just like fuck with him. Like. Eating pork I mean, on these Muslim friends. We used to get mad at me. I don't know if I've ever been mad at Breezy. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> nigga, 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 the only Muslim nigga that I know that was sneaking out to get pork. <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah. my nigga. Yo, we used to split bacon and <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Nigga had to eat it before he got home. It was, it was two pops to rough him up. We had a dollar twenty-five each. And that's my case with Breezy. And Ant, you always been my nigga too. Like, right, right. Funny nigga. Always made me laugh. You always made like the wildest decisions. I remember balking on you mad times about just weird shit you would do. Nigga, I had to But at the end of the day, it's like, you my nigga like. And you're never gonna have a time where something happened to you where I'm I ain't see you like, in a minute though, bro. Yeah, niggas is moving through life, but now don't change relationships. You know what I'm saying? Right, that's that's right. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, it's no matter what, at the end of the day, like you still family, nigga. Like right. anything ever strange happen, you know, hit my line. I'll figure it out. I'll be here. I ain't gonna lie, this nigga nice. 
Change numbers been, like drugs. <laughs> <laughs> nigga always been the voice of reasoning, bro. Anytime I thought I was right about some dumb shit, that nigga always checked my shit. Like, no, nigga, you fuck it up. Like, oh, all right, let me get my shit together. Sometimes it is. You all need that second ear. You know what I'm <laughs> Yo, I remember, I remember being in a relationship with a girl Breezy was in here with. And, and, and Dice is like, yo. I was like, yo, I don't know if this is going to work. He's like, what you want, a dot? It's <laughs> one of the chick that's going to take you for everything, bro. You got a good girl, eh? And I didn't realize that until it was too long. Too late. Kaya, same thing, like... Me and Kaya then had super conversations about everything. Like, there's certain things I'm not going to talk in a podcast that we may know or done, done, but, <laughs> you know, that's my nigga, like, end of the day, like, rapping, not rapping, school, no school, like, that's my guy, like, family is family to me, you know what I mean, and true fam is just not a crew of friends, like, y'all niggas is really my family. I was gonna shoot you if you said brotherhood. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's too much of it. Only thing I didn't support you on is when you was doing that wake up now shit. <laughs> which we all wanted to fuck you up behind because we had private conversations about you. About you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that nigga keep calling you about this dumb <laughs> shit. They only text me about this shit. I said, what up to the nigga? Six yeah, months ago, I said, yeah. <laughs> He was going to plan on talking, sitting his nigga down and trying to get him to quit. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, are you re- aren't you tired of working for somebody else? Nigga, you working for somebody else right now. <laughs> Fuck you. You was hired to I do was, another not, job. Nah, not for nothing. That shit changed my life, bro. How? Like, uh, it, it wasn't... It wasn't... Uh, it was the personal development for me. You know what I'm saying? That's facts. You know, uh, me, me That's growing. That's big preach, I mean. You know, we had a product. We had the greatest product, but it wasn't. You had to be. You had to be uh, uh, outstanding. Your character and integrity. Your scamming skills. No. And you wasn't that nigga. You're a good guy. <laughs> no. Nah. And you didn't need that in your life. So yeah. we're not gonna fucking promote wake up now and none of that other fuck shit. My nigga Ann's doing this thing. He got his own crib and it's not off of Wake Up Now. Nigga, wake up every day now to go to fucking work, nigga. So we're going to clap for that. And I hope your podcast prospers too, my nigga. I appreciate that, man. I've been blessed. good things, man. Yeah, I've been blessed, man. I've been blessed. You know, um, you know the feedback I get, you know, it brings tears to my eyes because I never saw myself in this light, bro. In this light. You know what I'm saying? So, and this is the only thing I haven't gave up on. I gave up on basketball. I gave up on Wake Up Now, like you said. I gave up on a lot of things. Everything that I ever tried. Relationships and all of that. But uh, this is the only one constant in my life, you know. Besides true fan. Besides my people. Yeah. So, I would, I would just go. I would just go as hard as I can. Got five minutes, get drawn. Anything else you got to say? Yo. Give them your Instagram again. Right, my Instagram is Kaya, K I A H underscore N Y C. Look forward to driving off at the end of January. That's the name of the album, EP, mixtape. Am I going to make that cut? Am I on the cut? We, Do I get a verse? Do I get a verse? We got to get in the studio, Mr. Mr. Working Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Friday's my day. 
Dice is definitely making a cut. We shooting a video December 5th for the song. Um, what's it called? No Stress. No Stress. It's a fun party song. We got the location set December 5th. We're going to be there having a good time. We got the Casamigos sponsored by my man Pete. Don't forget, nigga. I'm going to bring the Duce. Skrilla going to bring the Vuve. Q going to bring the Wah. <laughs> December 5th, so it's definitely going to be lit. Be bring movie. your family, bring your girls. Everybody's like, yo, I'm not a video girl. Yeah, this is not that kind of vibe. It's, it's going to be a good time. We're going to be partying. We're going to be having fun. Let's do this shit before they lock the fucking world back up with us. Right, yeah, right. Kyle, you got bars? Got some bars. You got some bars? I got some bars for you. Right. Every time I come around, big <laughs> Brian Pumper now. <laughs> <laughs> it's anti-toilet town. <laughs> Yo, we gonna end it here. I wish you all hello, love, peace, wealth, and truth always. Thank you guys for coming through. Road to Victory Podcast. What up, world? This is Ann Diggity, Road to Victory Podcast. And I just want to hit y'all with a brief message, man. Persevere. Persevere. We're about two weeks away from Thanksgiving. This is not the time to sit back and wait for the New Year's to start your goals or maybe... Resume something. I'm saying go hard now. Go hard now. Persevere. Life is short. Push through. Push through. Don't just sit around, man. I'm telling you. I've been a victim of that. I'm telling you from my own experience. Just sitting around. You you, you get nothing accomplished unless you're trying to just gain weight. Yo, party, party and bullshit. But definitely, what was on my heart today, perseverance. Persevere. Do it hard. If it's hard, do it hard. You know, um, so, I'm struggling with, I'm having anxiety. Tell you, tell you about me, man. Just to show you that we we in this together. We it's the journey. It's the road to victory. I'm struggling with with doing things that will get me to the next level. So, like a lot of you, I'm at a point in my life where. All right, I did everything that was easy. I did everything that was easy. Did it, it's done, accomplished it. Now, and I have not started anything that was difficult, anything that challenged me. Challenge yourselves. Challenge yourself, you know. I haven't 
look for. I haven't. I don't know what the future look like. I don't know what the future holds. I'm just living in the present, and it's challenging for for me to set set up goals so when the future get here, I'll be prepared. That's my challenge. I haven't challenged. I'm if but if if it's one constant in my life, I know for sure we all are not meant to be average, man. It's killing me going to work and coming home. And that's it. Going to work, coming home. That's it. Uh, spend the weekend trying to f uh, forget the week. You're spending the weekend trying to forget the week. And there's another week coming. Come on, man. You got, you got somebody looking up to you out there. Persevere. You got somebody that believe in you out there. Pers persevere. If you're not going to do it for yourself, do it for somebody else, man. What's your purpose? What's your purpose? What's your why? No, attack all those things. All those things. Attack them, man. And don't wait till the new year. Get started now. Some I mean, of you want to quit alcohol. Quit. I ain't going to say quit just yet. Because <laughs> you probably see me having another drink before the new year. But some of us want to quit, quit eating animal products. You know, do it. Do it. Persevere. Do it hard. You know, if if you can do it, do it. If it hasn't been done, it must be done. Do it. Persevere. Let's go, y'all. Oh, that's all I got for y'all today, man. I just wanted to shout out everybody that continues to listen, continue to show love, continue to believe in me when I don't even believe in myself. That that means a lot. That keeps this podcast alive. And that keeps me on my toes and getting better and better and better, fantastic and only improving. It's your boy Ann Diggity, Road to Victory Podcast. I wish you all love, peace, wealth, and truth always. I'm out, y'all. And before I go, thank you for everybody for donating and supporting the podcast. The description is always in the link. If you want to contribute, if I've, you know, said something, my words touched you. If my words touched you, it don't have to be every episode, but one episode, support the podcast. God, donate. Donate, don't hurt y'all. <laughs> Later, man. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Aunt Diggity, Road to Victory Podcast. And real quick, I just had a word on my on my heart today. You know, I had a conversation. Shout out my boy Tony. You know, we talked about the word eventually. You know, eventually, eventually it will happen for you. 
but eventually don't work without work. So, and that I understand, but eventually, eventually, you know, the mindset of get rich or die trying or whatever it is you're trying to do in life, eventually, it'll pop for you. Eventually, you'll be successful at whatever your mind is programmed to. Whether it's good or evil or, or conducive to your surroundings or yourself, whatever the case may be, eventually, and I just wanted to store that upon you guys, because from my past experiences, you know, I gave up on a lot of stuff I wasn't supposed to. I gave up on everything. I started and never finished. Started and never finished. Never got my eventually. Never got my eventually. Now I'm here. I'm here. Because before I got started, I saw myself eventually being here. I'm here with you. So when you reach your your eventually, you'll know what it feel like. Eventually. So I just wanted to store that upon you. Just wanted to say it's been on my heart all day. You know, I just want to leave you guys with that. It's your boy Ann Diggity, Road to Victory Podcast. Peace.